I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Why do often do say get an effing life to people when they're... Yes, I have occasionally said, I think what you should do is to just get a life. life. Yeah, exactly. I love how you're censoring yourself for my podcast, Michael, knowing fine well I've got a complete mouth like a sailor. (laughs) Yeah, you can say it. You can say it. Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. Today's guests need absolutely no introduction. They are Hillary and Michael Whitehall, everybody. Oh, hello, hello, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm all right, guys. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know how busy you are. No, it's a great pleasure. I mean, it's quite nice to be speaking to you and not being in competition with you, which is when we last met. We were all (laughs) vying for points for things, weren't we? Oh, honestly, I did have a nice time doing the John and Lucy show with you, though. Did you? Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah. I mean, Michael, as you know, struggled a little bit with your accent and a little bit with Lucy's accent. But, you know, that's Michael. Actually, I can understand every word you're saying now. It was just there that I've had difficulties. I don't know why. Maybe it was having a sort of slightly hard of hearing moment. I don't know. Well, it was quite a big studio. We were quite separated, weren't we? Yeah. It was um it was a it was a big affair. I felt Erkan was so nervous, you know. He spent oh, the whole I know and he spent the whole train coming home, guys, being like, I should have said this and I should have said that, and like, oh, he just really beat himself up. But I think it'll cut together lovely. Can I just say, welcome to the world of being in entertainment, because we all do that. We do things and then you spend the whole pre, you know, the whole post um what's it, post-mortem. Yeah. Thinking of the things that you should have said that were far funnier than the things that you did say. And just dissecting it. But then I'm like that with everything. Like, I'm the type of person who gets too emotional and doesn't say anything good in an argument. And then when I'm showering later, I'm like, I should have said this and I should have said that. And I, But it's all afterwards. It's a bit like this thing with actors, having spent my life um, being an actor's agent. Whenever, you, whenever I used to go and see an actor in the theatre in a play, he would always say when I went to his dressing room afterwards and we had a little chat, the first line, always the same, every actor, every play, you should have come last night. <laughs> and you say, why? He said, oh, tonight just wasn't good. The audience, the audience were terrible. Were terrible. Audience. You go, cheers, a thanks. Really bad audience. And, and I, my performance wasn't <laughs> nearly as good 
as it was last night. You should have come last night. And that went on with me for 35 years. Decades. Having <laughs> different actors and actresses saying to me, you that should we were have a shit come audience, yeah. last night because we were a terrible audience. But it's just human nature, isn't it? Like we always are self-critical. We want to be better. So yeah, I feel like I've tried to tell him, you know, you are fab. Like we can't all have the comedy timing of the fucking Whitehalls, Jesus Christ. So he yeah, was he was brilliant. Bless oh. him. And he, can I just say he's so gorgeous to look at too. I know that's not everything, yeah, but pleasing <laughs> on the eye. Okay, he's a good-looking man. Okay, but you don't need to go too far with that. I'm allowed to. You could be his mother. <laughs> I could. Easily. I could. Yeah. And when it's no, I, I could be his grandfather. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him he's said that he'll be over the moon. Bless him. Um, I know we are recording. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull any punches. It's December. It's not quite Christmas, but this will go out in Jan. And I'm yeah. sure everybody's dying to know a little bit about the old family dynamics at Whitehall HQ. So, what does a Christmas look like for you guys? Let's start with the Grinch first, shall we? <laughs> What? You're so on brand, Michael. I don't like Christmas, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't mind Christmas Day, but uh-huh. I hate all the stuff before and uh-huh. all the stuff afterwards. I just like Christmas Day, Christmas morning, that's all nice, and lunch and then go to bed in the evening. That bit's fine. But it's the fact that it now spreads over weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And also, this one is obsessed with Christmas. So she's all jingle bells and decorations everywhere. You're bumping into more and more tinsel and stuff. And I'm amazed I've lasted because the chances of me getting an electric shock over Christmas because of her lighting arrangements are always very good. And sometimes I think she does it deliberately, hoping I'll tread on some open wires. I mean, I've got to confess, health and safety, it's a bit of a nightmare in this house over Christmas because there's a lot of... It's not your priority. It's not your Get them plugged in. All about the aesthetic, isn't it, Hillary? You're like me. I just think more is more. Give yeah. me jingle yeah. bells out the arsehole. I want them everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And and ideally with lights, they've got to be, we, we argue, it will not surprise you to learn, Vicky, that we argue about this I mean, all the time. She puts so many lights outside this house that people do, and people think this is just a joke. It's not. People come, and if the door is open, they just walk in and say, can I have two pints of what? You took two pints of beer and two gin and tonics. I said, I beg your pardon. They say, Oh, you are a pub, are you? And I said, No, we're not a pub. We're a private house. Oh, sorry, with all the lights, I thought you were a pub. That's how she makes my beautiful house look like to people passing, like a pub. Oh, but then I just. Go on, let me go on. What we really argue about is that I like multicolored and ideally tracing or flashing or whatever, twinkling. He likes white static, which is, to my mind, quite boring. Although I'm looking at your Christmas tree, I'm seeing white behind me there on the lighting. So, I mean, I really didn't think I was going to be Team Michael here. I I thought I was 
fully going to commit to you as always tell me but i like um very simple classic almost mm. a slight rustic feel mm. so I, I can't take credit for that some fella came and did it for me but i caught him trying to put like blue roses and blue bits in and i was like oh no we're yeah. a neutral household here so yeah so honestly michael i am a bit of a purist when it comes to me decks i'm with you there like good i'm glad you I are i think i've got I a mean... picture of a, the christmas tree from last year which i'm just going to show you because it is very multicolored and i love what? it every, t- every time i go past i flick it to, to you know um twinkly it's <laughs> cross jack always says the reason shock. i don't like those ziggy zaggy lights is because they make me think I'm having a heart attack. No, a stroke. A stroke. Yeah. And I say, you're so ridiculous, Jack. What are you talking about? He said, well, that's what happens, Daddy. You come into the room and they've got theirs on and you think, oh, God, I'm having a stroke. And you're not. You're fine, Michael. Just relax and enjoy them. And I said, no, I'm sorry. It's something to do with having a stroke. I just don't like them. I like simplicity I can't, with the lighting. I can't find it now, but you I will just like what you like. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Boring, in uh, other words. Apart um, from your decorations, hmm. what, like, surely, is, I mean, yeah, the family's grown now. You've got your granddaughter and everything. Is it a bit of a madhouse? Does everyone come to use? Well, I think they are coming. We, we've got everybody this year. We haven't got two of the partners, but we've got, our family and our son-in-law is coming obviously with Peggy. Um, but um I think because two of the two of them have got um partners with split families, as it were. So that that dilutes it a third way. Yeah. So I think the likelihood of us all being together again is on the actual day is quite remote. So we're gonna make the most of it this year because we're all gonna be together, which will be lovely. The 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 big the big, big discussion point slash family argument is always, always, always about the timing of the meal. Because uh, in Michael's mind, it's either lunch or dinner. And all of our young folk, you you might well, again, buy into this particular um, Christmas theme. They like to eat at about five o'clock. And his argument is, what meal is that? What meal is that? Michael, I'm going to say it again. I, fuck, I fucking agree with you, mate. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. What meal is that? Like, don't, I think it's too early to have a Christmas lunch. Like, if you've got up at a reasonable time and done your presents and had a bacon sandwich and a book's face, whatever, I'm not hungry at 12 or 1. So, like, yeah. I definitely do it as more of a... A, a, a Christmas dinner, dinner, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you on the five o'clock. Like, what is that? Late afternoon. That's mm. when they like to eat. They do. I think my problem with Christmas dinner, as the person who for decades has cooked it, yeah. is that it then that's my day written off because the whole day yeah. really is is preparing dinner. So although I do obviously open presents and have that element of jollity, there's a lot of nipping back into the kitchen to check something. So it's up where you do the roasties. Exactly, exactly. Mm. I think probably though this year, I think last year we did lunch, mm-hmm. and I think this year we probably will do dinner. Yeah, because and then, got Peggy and Peggy has a sleep in the middle of the day, but it's not the right time for us to have lunch and all of that. So that's complicated. So I think we'll probably do dinner. There's so many moving parts to consider, isn't there? But I bet you it'll be chaos and it'll be lovely. It will, Michael. White. It will, Hillary. Yes. As long as we <laughs> just have it for the one day. 
and get those decks down on Boxing Day and get them all that rubbish to the dump. Except the, the dump is <laughs> no open on, on Boxing Day. Day, so we have to wait till the day after. But, so sorry, my door's gone there. That Arkans Christmas present being delivered. No, he's, I've already got him his Christmas present. Um, he's, he's always like, he's always, when he goes out to walk the dog, he's like layered up in about six or seven different like thin jackets. So I bought him a nice big North Face coat to walk the dog. Nice. Yeah. I thought, yeah. it's quite selfish really, because I'm clearly saying fucking get out and walk the dog exactly. more. <laughs> what sort of dog have you got? If I could get, my, do you know what Milo's normally like crawling all over the table? But let me see if I can get him to come and play with. Well, hang on. Okay. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Milo. This is a proper big dog. Hello, Hi. Milo. He's a big dog. Is it the Labrador? Is it the Yeah, I'm going to go and get our dog, Michael. <laughs> Already my favourite podcast record ever <laughs> He's a good boy He's called Milo, Michael He's, he's going to be two in January Milo Yeah Milo yeah. There he is oh, you've only got I can only see it's this. rear end at the moment I know. It looks very good from that angle Oh yeah, Milo Show your new friends this Milo We see your front, Milo And turn round and talk oh. to Michael Look, he's better. Well, Boy. slightly better. You can hear his dad. That's the problem. I mean, this has literally descended into chaos. Look, this is this is Philly. Oh my god, Look who's Philly? This? this is Philomena, Philly, who Philly. looks like a, a, sh- a dog that's been left out in the rain and shrunk. <laughs> she honestly, when you first brought her over, like she just looked like a mini Milo. Yes, she. Everyone always says, "Oh, look at the." And I go, actually, she's ten and a half. She's not a puppy. Look. Uh, she looks well for that, though, doesn't she? She Lovely. is. She's a yeah. very good girl. Oh, I wish I could say the same thing about Milo, but look at this prick. <laughs> it's a very odd position. To... Doesn't look terribly relaxed, I would say, would but, you? No, honestly, Michael, he wants to be, he's heard the door go, so he wants to be yeah. out there barking at the delivery man. He yeah. knows he's... He knows his dad's not here, so he knows he can work himself. Um, he's mostly he is mostly just up to no good all of the time, if I'm honest as well. I don't discipline him very well. I'm terrible. He's so, so is this what's gonna happen with your children? That you'll not be disciplining them and they'll be rushing around all out of control. Yeah, Hillary, we were talking about this. I'm having feral kids and I'm fine with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I'm absolutely fine with that. Like I want them covered in like chocolate Mad. and snot and running around and being full of fun and adventure and always being polite. God, I, I couldn't cope if I didn't have polite, bright kids. But no, I think like I just want them to be sassy and smart and cheeky. Well, the secret to, um, I mean, I know you like to have a, what is the secret to? I would say the secret to polite children, I'm afraid, is you do have to start early and you have to nag. In terms of, you know, when you when they meet people, say, you say hello to Sansa, can you look at them in the eye, please? Yeah. Don't look at your shoes when you're speaking to people. It's a constant nag and then they just get it. It's sort yeah. of... If you Repetition, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we... My little Barney, who's our baby, who's now 30, he was conditioned. Barney particularly wants you to be telling people that he's your little baby. He's a baby. He's a man. He's a man. He's engaged to be married. He's not a little baby. Your baby. He was renowned, if you remember, when he was a little boy. People used to say, hello, Barney, how are you? And he'd say, I'm fine, thank you. And how are you? Yes, he did say that. He was so sweet. uh, And most people, if you say, hello, how are you? They just say, fine. Or they never say, but how are you? Uh-huh. Always used to pick people off slightly. They used to, well, say, used to get thrown. Saying, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Why did he say that? So polite. Oh. Do you know that's... what, though? I know you're giving me a piece of advice there. Um, and I sort of must ask about your amazing new podcast in which you're giving you're giving everyone advice. I hear. It's called The Witter and Whitehalls. Have I got that right? The that's Witter it. and Whitehalls. It's got the yes. word wit in it for. <laughs> Good reason, I hope. Obvious yeah. reasons. Your um, cervic tongue over there, sir. <laughs> she gives all the advice. Right. And, and you contradict it. I contradict it. So you usually end up not really getting anywhere in terms of bringing up for advice because it'll, is it email? Email. Emailing yeah. because she's all, oh, yes, yeah, so, and then I say, that's absolute rubbish. What you've just said. Yeah, usually you come out with two words, one of which begins with F. <laughs> no, I don't. What, you think I would say that to people who are on the, 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 the interweb or whatever it's called? Interweb. Internet. <laughs> you, um, you quite often do say get an effing life to people when they're... Yes, I have him. occasionally said. I think what you should do to be honest, is to just get a Everything life. Nice. Yeah, exactly. I love how you're censoring yourself for my podcast, Michael, knowing fine well I've got a complete mouth like a sailor. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. You can say it. Right. But um, I have to say that our ghast has been flabbered with the podcast because I cannot believe how many people email in. No, and I, I, I can believe that. The quality of the emails is amazing. They're really good quality. Well, you mean posh people, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. content. All of them. people who bring in or whatever, email, email in, they're all sort of, oh, hello, thank you. Thank you so much for in really enjoying. Sorry, darling, I'm just putting my monocle on because I can't see anything. Um, that is not what I meant, and you know it. Well, you said I the quality, quality of that. The content, the questions they ask are clever, well thought out, intelligent, mm. and we've been inundated with them, which is fantastic. People have really engaged with it. 
Well, I'm not surprised because, like, I I love the like witty repartee between the two of you here. But quite clearly, you are doing something right because you've got X amount of years of successful marriage behind you. So people are coming to the right place to ask for advice. Well, chances are that at most topics we will have argued about in 36 years. Fair because enough, mate. You do. Yeah. Do we argue? I don't know. I mean, you occasionally interrupt me because, I mean, I, I wouldn't call that arguing. Listening to this speaking. Well, you do oh, sometimes um, interrupt me. And outrageous. I would prefer it if you didn't all the time because if somebody wants to know something, you know, I will obviously have the answer. I'm in my 80s. I've been around a long time. I've got a lot of wisdom in here. You have. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you sort of blethering away about whatever you're whispering away. Yeah. You know, that's not what people want. They want firm, decisive opinions on things. And boy, do you have them. Is all I'm going to say. In abundance. Yes. Yes, exactly. So what's the what is the weirdest thing anyone has ever wrote in to ask? Um, we did have one about somebody wrote in about their father who insisted on not wearing any clothes at home. Yes, that was that was weird. quite weird, and uh, and went into quite a lot of detail about what he did whilst wearing no clothes at home. And I think Stop. the only was it like housework and stuff? Yes, housework and you know. And the person said to me, was it a lady? It's a lady. A lady. Yeah. And she said to me, I'm sure you wouldn't do that, would you, Michael? And I thought, do I need to answer that question? Look at me. Do I look like somebody who would be wandering around with no clothes on? No way. I mean, I dress when I get into the bath. Why would I? Wander around the house, or presumably she thought maybe around the streets with nothing. Well, that was that was my final piece of advice. I said, Do you know what? If he's happy, I wouldn't worry about it. I said, You only need to worry if he crosses the threshold of that front door with no clothes on and decides to take this as an outside activity amongst the public, then you're in trouble. Especially in this weather, this time of year, Hillary, you'll get frostbite where nobody wants frostbite. Things will fall off. Things oh. will fall off, you know, don't want to do it now. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yes, I mean, we've had some other slightly wacky ones about, you know, the odd recipes come in and things like that, which, uh, and we had a couple who wrote in, and they were from overseas. I can't remember which country they were from. Um, no, I can't remember, but they were a young couple who'd been together for a few years, and they were very into slightly older pursuits they preferred older people so they liked right. to play chess and they liked to read books together and they didn't have a television and and they said you know did you find when you were younger that you had this particular thing and I had to say no I quite like going out actually and getting you know absolutely hammered in the pub with my mates you know I can't say I did but you know embrace who you are if that's what you love then go with it you know Paying chess is so weird. Yeah, we talked about the fact. I mean, I said to him, I mean, why would you play? I don't even know. You know, you see chess pieces on a board sometimes decoratively. And I mean, what the fuck do you do with those things? I mean, you move them around the board. Have you got nothing else to do with your life? They loved it. put these things over a board. I mean, I mean they're in their twenties, these people. Twenties. 
Yeah. And so all right. We're going out in the town tonight. We might do a few drugs or we might do a bit of this, yeah, a bit of that. And these people are sitting there saying, would you like a game of chess, darling? Oh, cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> yes. Naked chess. Yes. Invite that fellow around and then it might be a bit exactly. of a laugh. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we should have said that to that man. We may have to revisit that letter, yeah. that email. Yeah. Say, have you ever thought of playing naked chess with yourself in front of a mirror? That, that would be weird. Nice. That is quite weird, yeah. <laughs> Guys, that's the end of part one. I can't wait to have you back in part two. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.